Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, a podcast with lessons on life, love, and leadership. For more than a decade now, I've obsessively studied the King Warrior Magician Lover Archetypes, what I now call the Masculine Operating System. And in this podcast, I will reveal their secrets. So come now as we translate esoteric teachings into practical keys for how to rise in life. My name is Ivan Figenskevshelum, founder of Men's Initiation Reclaim You in a Throne. And it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Happy Monday. I hope you had yourself a great weekend and that you're ready to start a new week. Maybe you have some goals. Maybe there are some things that you need to accomplish this week. Maybe there are some shifts you want to make. And so I hope that you take the time to give yourself a little, a little bit of a kickstart today with some meditation and some exercise and now also another episode of Walking with the Archetypes. So I'm complete with the conversation around God for now. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to be raw and revealed with you. It was, uh, it was pretty intense for me, but also very liberating. So. As I said, it's time for me to start uh, responding to some of your inquiries. And uh, today I'm going to read out the message uh, of a woman who wrote me, a mother. Sometimes um, mothers write me, having observed their um, son's struggle. And uh, frequently these messages are about uh, sons who are in school a school that is entirely feminized without any male teachers and these boys are struggling. They're not uh, feeling at home and maybe they're depressed. Maybe even they're being exposed to this horrible, horrible rain of far big pharma in the, in the school system where a struggling boy who's maybe just a normal boy, just active, he is, uh, well, he's filled up with various kinds of drugs, amphetamines, I believe, and uh, you know, turning him into a, a good little extraction device for pharma to make some more money. Now, we do this to our boys, and we don't seem to talk much about it. Christina Hoff Sommers has been talking about the war on boys. Christina Sommers is, uh, is a classical feminist, She's done great work on mapping out the ways that culture are, or our culture is completely betraying our boys. But anyway, back to the message. So uh, I'm going to keep her anonymous as a mother from Belgium. I wanted to congratulate you. I have been listening to the first four episodes and I enjoyed it. A successful blending of archetypal info, personal history, and observations about the environment you're recording in. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, the part on the white nighting was especially illuminating. As the mother of a now 28-year-old son, I always felt it a pity that he scarcely got any male teachers at school. The education system just felt too feminized. My son was diagnosed with ADHD at age 6 and it, will, it always struck me that every other child in the classes he was in that was diagnosed with some behavioral or learning disorder was a boy. The girls never seemed to have these problems and more often than not they got the best grades 
So I knew it had to do something in the school system that contributed to this phenomenon. I figured it was mostly about the lack of physical activity and the absence of male role models. Perhaps you will talk about this in one of your future podcasts. Well, let's do that. And uh, and I think I think the assessment here is actually very good. That it is about the lack of physical activity and the absence of male role models. Because we live in a culture that, on, for some twisted reason, maybe to, to, to make up for the sins of the past, you know, of, of women not having the sovereignty to do what they wanted in our culture, which is a very real phenomenon, of course, that somehow we need to overcompensate. And so these days in school, uh, unfortunately, boys for the most part are considered to be broken girls. Little humans with too much energy in their bodies that are ill-equipped to sit still, to shut up, and to do as they're told. I've been a teacher myself for a year, and I remember um, I had several boys in class that were very hyperactive, and uh, I struggled with them. That's the truth of it. That's the truth of it. And on some level, I just wanted to shut them up. But at the same time, these were resourceful young kids. They were impressive in so many ways. And it was for me, I believe, as a teacher, this was my first job out of college. I had a one-year temp teacher contract. Great job, actually. Very, very big learning experience for me. But it was on me back then to adapt my rigid definitions to, to be able, on some level, to give them a solid learning experience. Of course, condoning somebody to be total bullies is also not okay. So it's fine lines, fine lines. But anyway, I was, I was a man. I'd like to think that as a male teacher, I had the opportunity to, to contribute some goodness to these boys who generally had a lot of... Well, actually, in that school, there was quite a few male teachers because it was a media school. So they learned about Photoshop and video and all these things. But for the most part in Norway, as in most of the Western world, uh, I don't know the exact percentages, but I think it's something like 90, 10 or something like that. Uh, Correct me on that, if you will. But it's a very, 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 very big discrepancy in terms of the genders of teachers. And of course, we learn best about life from somebody who holds our own gender, because we're going to have an experience that is in some way, shape or form gendered. And if we're going to be taught about how to be the right kind of human being by a person of the opposite gender, we're going to end up having a twisted and lopsided version of what life is going to be like for us. And so these young boys, they, they learn all that they need to learn about like the, the knowledge and the various things that is required for them to have a career and so on and so forth. They learn it from, from women that are generally more safety-seeking, generally less, uh, uh, less tolerant to risk. And with these female teachers, then having, having a kind of, kind of hyperactive young kid in school, well, what do you get? 
you get a boy that is a complete, complete misfit. I come a boy that increasingly feels like this system isn't made for me. And he starts acting out more because he doesn't feel at home in this system because there's not a single adult person that can actually see him and validate the goodness in him. Everything that he does is considered to be pathological. And so this is where the amphetamines come in. This is where the drugs come in. Now this is the lack of male role models component. The lack of physical activity, of course, is just the fact that education these days is almost entirely sitting down. And young boys just don't do well with that. There's something in the brain of men that actually works better when they move. So, I know that there are some people that swear by, by having walking talks for like therapeutic concerns and for, for connecting. And you know, men in general, we connect with activity. Men aren't really wired to sit down and talk, even though in reclaiming the throne training, we do that quite a lot. Uh, it's, a, it's an internet training. It's hard to run around in the woods when you're on Zoom, but we made it work. We made it work incredibly well, actually. So, I mean, it's possible. But, but sports, martial arts, for, for a boy to start to learn how to negotiate boundaries, to have some kind of male mentor in, in whatever martial art he has chosen, is so crucial. And so I say to this uh, mother in, in Belgium, you know, I know your name, but, uh, but yeah, send him well, he's now 28 years old, this son of yours, so probably it's a little bit late by now. But for anyone else listening, who either has a son or maybe one day will have a son, put him in front of healthy male role models, whether it be in martial arts or in some kind of, uh, maybe an NGO of some kind, some kind of, um, contribution, uh, some kind of service project is incredibly important for a boy to be part of. Because if he only sits down, he doesn't thrive. Get him moving, get him serving, and you'll see that this boy not only will be happier, but he'll start to feel like he belongs. So, to end with, uh, to end this Monday episode of Walking with the Archetypes. Um, you know, this is, this is largely around a warrior theme, archetypally speaking, that if you extract the warrior activity from a boy's life, he will just, yeah, he will be a broken girl. You don't want to take a boy down that road because he might end up hanging from a noose or with a bullet in his brain, because he became a statistic, like so many other men who feel completely alienated and exiled in a world that seems so hostile to masculinity. They just end up offing themselves. Let's do what we can to end that horrible, horrible pattern in 
the Western world. So thank you for uh, writing me, dear Belgian mother. Maybe maybe I'll just start using names. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll see how I do this in the, in the future. But I, I'd say that your assessment is right on. You need the warrior energy to start becoming healthy inside of a young son. Otherwise, he will just fall into a deep, dark hole. All right, have a great day, everyone. Thank you. I'm right now walking through a neighborhood, actually. Just came out of the woods. Some big growth houses on the right side of me. They don't seem to grow anything here anymore. But, um, yeah. Guess that's it. Have a great day. Catch you tomorrow. Thank you for joining me on today's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a real pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you're invited to come walk with me every weekday, Monday through Friday. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive free guide.